We will win this war. Crawling out of the swamps of South Florida. Sunburnt to hell. I am Captain Brunch. And I'm several shades red. What's up, champ? Going on. Hey, chimp, I, I can say that I am a safe boater. You are a safe boater. <laughs> so I may not be a licensed captain, but I am now a US, U.S. Coast Guard safe boater because today, as part of my apprenticeship, I took this class with the Coast Guard called safe boating. And apparently in the state of Florida, if you were born after January 1st, 1988, you are required by law to have a safe boater license to drive a boat. Now, I happen to be older than that. <laughs> I hope <laughs> So I'm not required, but, you know, it was a free class for me as part of my apprenticeship. So I did it. Congratulations. I'm happy you're not a safe boater. Yeah. And part, are you also a safe voter? No, I'm definitely an unsafe voter. Oh, okay. Well, my votes are not safe. One step at a time. <laughs> no, you do what we can. So um, I got to eat Jimmy John's. <clears throat> they ordered, you know, they ordered us lunch and I, I got like this, uh, I think it was like roast beef and turkey and bacon. So it's kind of like a club sort of thing, but not, you know, not exactly a club. What, what, what are we drinking tonight? I'm having a little bit of what you're having. I only had Jimmy John's once and it kind of sucked, to be honest. It was very popular in Orlando when I, I mean, it was okay. there. It was just a sub, you know, it was like, it was like a, a Publix quality sub. Okay. Sorry to offend you, man. Woof. You should see the look that chimp, you know, he was like reaching for his shit and I was getting ready to duck. I won't give that any attention, but yes, we are drinking some High Lie <laughs> from Cigar City Brewing based out of Tampa, who in the last couple of years was bought out by one of the larger uh, conglomerates of beer, uh, Constellation. So their branding and everything has really gone streamlined and maybe the beer tastes a little different. Maybe it's just me in my head, but... I feel like it tastes mostly the same. I remember drinking it years ago, but maybe also a little bit different. I can't. I can't, you know, I'm only having a little bit. I'll have a little bit more. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm. I like that they had a lot of different, um, they would have like a lot of specialty beers that would come in, in the big, in the big, um, big glasses. Those are always fun, but they don't do that much anymore. Yeah, it kind of annoys me when all this, like when companies get just bought up and, you know, it, the reason why it annoys me is that I don't understand why things always have to keep growing. I Grow your podcast. Kind of a, sort of like a supply and demand kind of thing, I suppose. Grow right? your like, brewery. Like you imagine that Hialai, like, I don't know, like does Hialai have to be a beer that's sold all throughout the country or all throughout the world? Or like, could it just be this local brand that produces beer locally? And it's not going to be that anymore. It's going to be this other thing now because it's got bought by this big conglomerate, right? It's, I don't know. It's kind of sad. But if you're proud of the product you make and you want everyone to share in it, wouldn't you want to spread that all around the world? Make it convenient for everyone to access? But like you just said, they, they change the ingredients. It tastes a little different. They're Today, like I don't know. Corners, you know, so. It's just my perception. So, um. Just a dumb consumer. What do I know? I don't know. It's just because whenever I go to Brazil, I always think of how sad it is that people drink Coca-Cola in Brazil. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Why? Why do you guys, like, you guys have this thing called Guarana. Why Why would you drink Coca-Cola? And they're like, oh, Coca-Cola. I'm like, ugh, Coca-Cola. They don't have Pepsi. 
or maybe they do. I can't. I hate all that shit. I like guarana, and I'll I'll drink it when we're eating pizza, man. I love Brazilian pizza. There's a place. There's a place. There's a pizza place somewhere like it's off of Sheridan. I think it's called Pizzarella, and they have like four or five Bra- uh, Brazilian style pizzas that they will Ooh. make in addition to their regular pizza menu. And so it's been on my list of things to do is to get some pizzas from Pizzarella to try their Brazilian pizza because, man, it's just it's just different than than the way we make pizza over here. They have a slightly different style. There's a slightly different taste. The ingredients are different. So, you know, we, we, I want to try that sometime. Pizzarella. Well, what, what are your favorite pizzas? I'd be interested to know. Basic. Cheese, yeah. pepperoni, fried eggplant. Onion, plant, onion. Where where are you getting this kind of pizza? Uh, the eggplant you can get it at like uh Pizza Fiore. It's a Fiore. But I like to try like a lot of different pizzas, like little pizza places. Um, Piccolo Pizza recently opened back up. It's a small little. It it died. Think during before the pandemic or during it. Now it's back. So nice little pizza. Uh huh. I just want to say a big rest in peace to whoever was, I guess, gunned down in South Beach last night. What? Uh, as the, perhaps the first murder of spring break this year in, in uh, South Florida. Um, apparently it was on Ocean Drive. And uh, one of the headlines from the Miami Herald today was Miami Beach won't impose a curfew after deadly spring break shooting. Because apparently the last two years they've had to impose curfews yeah. after the series of series of shootings and deaths in South Beach. Uh, 15 minutes ago, the Herald posted on Twitter, see what South Beach spring break scene looked like one night after a deadly shooting. And uh, there's this guy that I kind of follow on Twitter called Joel Franco, and he's live on South Beach, live tweeting, live video tweeting on South Beach showing uh, just what looks like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people all 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 at the beach and so let's see what happens uh my four minutes ago miami-dade police officers keeping an eye on the massive crowd on eighth and ocean brief stampede just happened this is one minute ago wow <laughs> brief stampede <laughs> just happened on ocean drive no clue what happened if anything i would say let's go <clears throat> drive down and check it out but you'd be stuck in so much traffic i know it was like what <laughs> a nightmare I can't even imagine like what a headache. First of all, they're probably doing um, you know like mandatory stop and checks on most like on the, the the major causeways to the beach. They usually do that for this kind of an event, and uh, you'd have to take those to Venetian for sure. Oh, man, that's crazy. Oh, so I got to tell you this story. So well, I was, well, on on the topic of spring break, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot it was spring break. And I forgot it was St. Patrick's Day. Oh. So a good friend of mine, uh, we grew up together. He used to live two blocks down from my house. Um, he'll visit occasionally. He lives in North Carolina now. So he came down. He's like, hey, hey, I'm, I'm down here. Oh, cool. Yeah, come ha- come hang out with us. We're, we're at the beach. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, my God, the traffic. Thankfully, it was Hollywood Beach, but traffic was still horrendous. And that beach was packed. <laughs> Holy fuck. Fuck. Yeah, so to anyone who is uh, celebrating out there, you know, you're not listening to us, but I wish you a safe and harmonious spring break. Yeah, I'm covered in sunburns. My body hurts right now. 
Oh man. So, oh yeah, that's because you went to the beach and you, you you got burnt. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm too white. I, I need a tan. <laughs> well, you don't do it in one sitting. That's kind of the it's the kind of thing that you got to you know kind of work on over a period. Wow, you are pretty colored. Oh, now you notice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was dark earlier, you know, and you turned on the the, the lights for the show, I guess. Uh, so wow. Did you, you just know. call me colored? <laughs> is that what you stop yourself from saying? <laughs> yeah, chimp. A chimp is a colored chimp. Colored chimp. He is not. He is not a white chimp. I have. In fact, I've never seen a white chimp. So, wow, this conversation is going in all the wrong directions. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone who was in this brief stampede is okay. I hope no one got trampled. That's that's really sad to hear that. But you know, like spring break has become a crazy time. It's well, become a crazy time. Uh, and al- everything gets trashed. Albino chimpanzee to do. Exists. I'm looking at a couple pictures. Right <laughs> Her name or his name is um, Alba. 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 The the albina albina chimp. So one of the things I noticed when I was on my way to oh no first no first known wild chimpanzee <laughs> with albinism was killed by other chimps. Oh yeah, it's like you freak. Get the hell out of here. Chimp on chimp crime. Why? It's a big problem. We need to talk about it more. Um, What was I? I So there was like downtown Fort Lauderdale was trashed when I was on my way to this uh, Coast Guard class. It was trashed and it was just sad, you know? So I can only imagine how trashed South Beach is right now too. So be be safe out there, people. Yeah. And all the people who actually live on the beach at this point, like leave. They go for... If you can afford to, if you can afford to leave. So on on Monday, I had to go to a job. Was it Monday? I had to go to a job that was on the first Venetian island off of Miami Beach. And I was working on a catamaran boat that was like docked right on the seawall. And the water was really, really choppy. And I was on the boat like all day. So I got really, really seasick. I personally found that funny in a sad way. <laughs> like, so, oh no, the, the guy who's been talking about boating dreams and wants to take a yacht around the world and this and that got seasick. <laughs> yeah, but everyone gets seasick. It's Mid-life not that big a deal. Crisis. It's, uh, I, was, I was on this boat that was like right on the seawall and the water was really choppy. So, you know... Like you're gonna, you've never, like, do you like roller coasters or did you ever ride those rides? Like those spinny rides, the Gravitron rides at the circus or Gravitron. Like did did that stuff ever make you nauseous at at the fair? Yeah. No, they make me nauseous. So I don't, you know, like it's just, it happens. It's not a big deal. Uh, You know, like most of the boats that I work on, they're in marinas that are somewhat protected from the, the ocean uh, waves and the the intensity of that so this doesn't usually happen and so you know i could feel it coming up and and at one point i i did have to run off the boat into a grassy patch near the the seawall and pearl threw up (laughs) and threw up and i had not you know for some reason i chose not to eat lunch that day i don't know something told me you know what let's not eat lunch let's like let's have a look at the job Let's see what the job's going to be like, and then let's have lunch a little later. So, yeah, I didn't have lunch, and when I le- it was so funny. Like, I, I finally left the job, and it wasn't really completed. It kind of was, but it wasn't. And I left the job, and I 
didn't even get a block and a half away. I had to pull over. I was throwing up again. And like I, I had to stop with the throw up in my mouth because I didn't want it to fall all over the car. And so I'm there like, Woof. and I, luckily there was like a parking spot that I, I just pulled right into. And, with, you know, and I, I don't remember if I turned off the car, but I opened the door and I get to another grassy patch and I, you know, like just kind of, uh, you know. <laughs> it's crazy. Like it shows how like our brains adapt to all these sensations. And when you change it, it throws you off. Yeah. And then you probably got used to it after a while. So when you got back into the car and now you're in a different like yeah, motion. So, so, I, so I kept <laughs> feeling like I was like I was swaying for yeah. the next few days. Like even though I was on dry, you know, like on hard land on it's like I just felt like everything was moving. It was and it's funny because I had just listened to a podcast episode like about this very phantom issue. limb. So, you know, it, it could take a while. But on, you know, like on fancier boats, they have these things called stabilizers hypothetically if i ever got a fancy boat or a big boat i would get stabilizers but i would probably have to get like someone's used stabilizers because they're they cost tens of thousands of dollars so but they'll make you they'll make sure you don't get seasick because they they, they essentially uh they resist the rocking of the boat back and forth once again, for the guy who was dreaming of yachting around the world. Like, Not yachting. Oh. I don't know exactly how. It would or sailboating. But it's, you know, the boat's going to rock less the bigger the boat is. And then if you have, you know, some sort of stabilization system that also, that will essentially eliminate the the swaying. And this was a choppy, it was choppy weather, dude. Like, Yeah, well, that's what break? happens. You, like, you go into the open sea, you're going to have choppy weather. Yeah, but if you have a stabilizer, that will act. Active- if you have a $10,000 stabilizer. No, I said tens of thousands of dollars. You definitely didn't listen oh, to what I said. But, you know, if you, if, like, you could probably pry some stabilizers off of some wrecked boat that, you know, like, I got to be creative. That's why I'm, I'm, like, learning the mechanics of boating because... You got to be creative with a lot of this equipment. This equipment is so expensive. It's nuts. Uh, it reminds me of uh, the recent thing that Adam Curry has been talking about, pod speeding. Oh, <laughs> man, that's so funny. It's really funny because I don't pod speed, but I YouTube I rem- speed. I remember you used to pod speed. No, I don't. I never t- pod sped, oh, but I sped. YouTube <laughs> speed. So I, like, I fell behind on my YouTube videos. And I will I will put my YouTube videos in a watch later list. So to try to catch up on my YouTube videos, I, I listen to them to them at two x speed. Can't do that. <laughs> well, no wonder your mom thinks you're irritable because you don't eat in the morning. No, it's because he's fucking listening in two x. <laughs> no, no, no. It's both of those things. <laughs> but I'm, my, I'm almost caught up. <laughs> in my job, we have to do a lot of call listening, listening to calls. And my boss likes to do that. She puts it at like 1.5, 1.25 and just drives me nuts. I'm like, why do you do this? Uh. A normal conversation, I wouldn't do that. But like a lot of these YouTube videos are more scripted presentations. And people, I don't know. It's just, it just cuts out a lot of like pauses for emphasis. It's already cookie cutter. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm consuming it for information. Like right now I'm going through this C-SPAN podcast called, and I'm thinking about switching to my podcast player because it's not a, it's not a video, it's, it's an audio. But for some reason I, I get it through YouTube 
and I'm on world's largest podcasting platform, right. I YouTube. Think, <laughs> I think I'm on the 14th, so I have to catch up, right? Like I'm, I, have to, I have to listen to the 15th, the 16th, the 17th, the 18th. So that's all these days I have to listen to. It. And they're like usually 40 to 50 minutes. So if I listen to them at 2x speed. It's only like 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. So I don't, you know, I, I can totally understand that. And I do not listen to podcasts. I can see you on the floor foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Heart gave out. <laughs> Oh man, maybe this is the the root of my anxieties. The world's first pod speed use disorder death. But yeah, so I mean, pod speeding is just listening to podcasts at an accelerated speed. I I don't recommend it. I don't even recommend it for YouTube. I am a pathological person, so there's no saving me from the doom that I've wrought for myself. It just makes you like limit what you listen to. I mean, I don't know. You gotta choose. I've tried to do that, and then I just find more things that I want to watch, and then it's like, uh. But do you even remember it all? When you're cramming in at that speed, not all of it, but a bunches of things. My my, my brain must remember all of it, though. I, I I'm one of those people who thinks that the brain it. is just very very, it's just very spacious, and we don't know how to, we don't we don't know how to organize that space consciously i think it's it's it could take in all the information but it may not necessarily save it all you know especially if it doesn't have time to parse through it and like really understand it it's just gonna be like okay well you know we'll probably run, run into this later let me just put it on the, on the back burner well what do you think about photographic memory what do you think that is photographic memory i don't know you ever heard that yeah, of course it's like being able to see a scene and then remembering every single little detail. Because so I wonder if that isn't something that the brain always does, but it's just some people who are able to access that data. Um, I guess the brain has a potential, but it's like it's 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 like one of those training things. Like it's it's like a muscle. You you, you would have to train it in that sense. Well, probably. But see, the interesting thing about the brain versus, let's say, technology is that we don't, we don't upgrade the brain. We just upgrade our thinking. We don't upgrade the brain. We just upgrade our thinking. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know, so we're not changing the hardware. The brain is still the same. I mean, we take vitamins and things like that, but we're not, we're not replacing the, 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 the boards on the motherboard. You know, we're not like replacing the memory chips and things like that. Whereas we do that with, with technology where it advances in, in like a very physical way. But I think the brain does advance in its own physical way with time. It's, it's, it's the plasticity of the brain. Yeah. And it's not something that, you know, it just goes from one night to another, but over time those, those neurons grow and changes the shape of the brain. Yeah, but is that, is that an upgrade or is that just, that's just the brain doing what it does, right? I mean, you could still call it an upgrade. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess so. But what, I guess what I, was, what I was getting at with upgrading our thinking is the idea that we've advanced so much. So like the technology is itself an example of that, that we, we advance our understanding of physical properties of, of things and materials and we were able to get you know more microchips and less space and so in a way even though we're advancing the hardware it's also our, our thinking that is it is is advancing because we had to think of doing that next thing no, I'm, I'm definitely there with you it's, it's, it's an interesting idea 
But um, I think listening to YouTube videos <laughs> at two times speed is not going to uh, get you there. Yeah, okay. How we got from A to B, that's funny. So I listened to a very interesting podcast this week by a submarine designer and manufacturer. He also does yachts. And so the conclusion was basically that submarines are very expensive but super cool. And they're also the safest form of commercial travel. No one has ever been injured in a commercial submarine expedition. <laughs> Is it, death considered injury? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. people have not died in submarines, commercial, in commercial submarines. submarines. Yeah, yeah, like if you're on a submarine for the oh, purposes. Sure hungry. Continue. If, 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 you're, if you go on a submarine for the purposes of, of pleasure to like look at the rocks or to see the sea bottom or to go look at a wreck or something and you, you can pay for these expeditions like well no one has ever been injured in any of those kinds of situations um chimp has had to feed his dog otherwise he would have been dinner so um you know these kinds of things happen when you when you're a dog person i'm not gonna hold it against him uh so to me though otherwise i'd be responding with <laughs> tension and glee oh that's fascinating submersion Commercial submarine. So tell me more about commercial submarinism. They're just expensive as hell. I just remember he was just talking, like, I think his his submarine was, he he came up with a model that was, maybe it was $3 million. But, like, what's the point of it? Like, just to go underwater? Is it just sea stuff? Or is it transportation? It's just to go and look at things. It's just to go and chill underwater and be like, oh, I'm underwater. Like, you know. So you could have windows? Yeah, it's 360 degree view. You know, so you're holy shit. I want to go. <laughs> yeah, like you're in like a, a fuck your stabilizer. It's like a dome. You know, it's a dome. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, at three million dollars, you know, uh, and then the yacht that you would need to carry this thing is going to cost you another several million dollars. So he was talking about how he designed a yacht to carry this thing, and the cheapest he could get make the yacht for was twenty five million. So, <laughs> so he, he he basically had to 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 get a bunch of his friends to agree to like co-fund the the yacht and the and the submarine and then they would get to use it like out of six weeks out of the year you know they would all split the, the submarine six weeks out of the year it was a submarine timeshare submarine and yacht timeshare like you know oh. custom custom submarine timeshare and yacht. beautiful yeah you know uh as I said before, I'm, I'm definitely not personally interested in getting a yacht. Like now having worked on them and seen how they're designed, I'm, I would be much more interested in converting a, like a commercial vessel, which is not the same thing as a recreational vessel when you're talking about boats, and then turning it into a just more homely, I guess, but not a yacht. Because yachts are such... It's, I, I'm not... A glitzy person like maybe if i had a ton of money i would be staying at fancy hotels and flying first class but i'm not that person yet so i'm dreaming like my middle class four million dollar yacht dreams instead of you know uh affluent 25 million dollar yacht dreams i'm still stuck on the word million but well so you know <laughs> let's say like if it was four million dollars and i could split it let's say with if it was five people, like what's four million divided by five? It's almost a million dollars. It's just a lot of money. But maybe in my lifetime, I could come up with a million bucks. And then and so that me and these five other people could split this boat for however long, a year, you know. And then they had the interesting idea that I heard from this, this podcast was that so they rent it for several months out of the year. And then that covers 
the annual maintenance of the boat. So they really only had to finance or produce the money for the creation of the boat and the submarine. And then the rest of the time, it's being paid for by itself by chartering it. Mm. So that's kind of, you know, oh my gosh, like chimps petting zoo over here is just doing all kinds of things. Is that laundry going on? No, that's my rice and (laughs) sweet potato. Oh, it's dinner. So Chimp chimp is ready to eat in half an hour. All right. Saturday Night Lit is gone. See you later, (laughs) folks. Yo, Chimp. So, you know, those poke sats seem to have been been doing well, but but I don't think we've gotten any updates. Like, have we? Uh, I mean, I want to give benefit of the doubt, but it's just sad that when our when our friends and compatriots don't, you know, like don't keep sponsoring us and, 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 and trying to motivate us to n- not do something drastic about getting sats in the world. <laughs> well, yeah, so submarines are expensive but cool. And, and I would love to, to, to ride in a submarine sometime. It's probably not cheap, though, so that sucks. I just pulled up the... Um, did we broadcast last night, last week? We supposedly did okay cool i was looking at the saturn we had someone listening anonymous for, via cure caster for about one two three four five, five minutes, minutes. <laughs> <laughs> steven b oh hey cool steven b cure caster life test boo boo boost thank you to steven b for for sure uh he runs sovereign feed so thank you steven b for listening Couple boosts, Kiro Castro, Fiatas, Eric PP. Listen for a little bit too. We shouldn't like be doxing all of our listeners. Like if they well, boost that's, that's, the Grandis, that's their name, Eric PP. I'm, I I know, but I'm saying you know, I'm doxing them. Okay, yeah, Eric PP lives at two five two seven North Drummond Street in Rhode Island. Okay, so I have a story to tell. Uh oh, you already know, but you don't. So. For some reason, my mother bought my dad his plane ticket to Miami because she misunderstood something and in some university thought it would be a good idea to buy his plane ticket for him. (laughs) Never a good idea. But so she did that. And so hypothetically, he owes her the money for the plane ticket because she bought it for him. So they were talking and trying to figure out a way for him to pay her back. And he just doesn't really have access to cash. So, so... We came up with a roundabout way. She was like, well, if you spend money on Captain Brunch, you you know, like we can count that towards the money that you owe me and then it will balance out. So so he's like, okay, well, Captain Brunch, what do you want? And he I'm bought like, you a stabilizer. Oh, what? <laughs> Almost. So I'm, I, what, what I wanted, what, what I wanted at first was like a hundred dollar screwdriver from, from Home Depot. But he was like, no, it has to be Harbor Freight because that's where I have a credit card. So I'm like, ugh. Okay. Hucker. <laughs> I'm like, I do not want a screwdriver from Harbor Freight. So I'm like, okay, well, I want a toolbox. So like I found this toolbox I wanted. It's a nice red toolbox. It's got nine drawers. I'll be able to fit a lot of stuff in this toolbox that is now in a bunch of different boxes and bags and like strewn all over the apartment. So I'm going to get this toolbox and so he you know i send him the link and he goes to the harbor freight to order this toolbox and he apparently you know he even talks to the people or you know i don't really know all the details of how this went down because i wasn't there but he you know he tells me okay captain brunch 
your toolbox will be delivered and you know everything will be good so i'm like great yes wonderful so you know i think it was monday and then the toolbox gets delivered and then i get home from work and i'm so happy and then but i had to go to bit devs on monday so then i like you know i immediately like left home after like where's the story going (laughs) let me tell the story so slow. What do you mean it's so slow? There's all these details. That lead nowhere. They, they lead to places. So the toolbox is in my living room, but I couldn't open it. I couldn't put, I couldn't put things in it, right? Because I had to go to bit devs that you think is such a boring detail to add into a story. So finally, I get back home and I'm like sitting on the couch and this toolbox is right there. And I'm looking at the toolbox in, the, in a big cardboard box. And it's the wrong fucking one. It was the wrong toolbox. Like they delivered the wrong toolbox. And then now it's going to be this whole. They delivered or he ordered the wrong one. It, I don't know. I wasn't there. There's no invoice. I, there was an invoice, but the invoice is, un, is not detailed. It's not like it's, it's so. Uh, so it was like, uh, you know, like this is not resolved. And then I have to like tell my dad like, uh. Like this, this you fucked up. This shit is fucked up. And he's like, it wasn't me. I'm like, I don't give a fuck who it was. I Fix need the it. right toolbox. In, I don't need this <laughs> wrong toolbox in my apartment, this tiny apartment that I live in. So whatever, it's going to get fixed on this Monday, hopefully. That's a beautiful story. <laughs> I hate you. I could have told that in like half the words, but. That took like two minutes. It took like two minutes <laughs> two to tell minutes this story. Too long. <laughs> what a bastard. You well, hell, here's you my story. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'll tell it in 30 seconds. Uh, this is my invoice for something I didn't order. This tell is me, from Midwest Chemicals. Tell me if you have any use is, for any of these things. Bill to Pro tub resurfacing someone named lee mendoza who used to live here and no longer lives here this place is is in orlando florida so quart multi-stone 22 dollars he got one of them quart multi-stone he got two different colors of them got gallon of hsld 5000 resin Ooh, resin's cool I bet you I know someone who actually could. Did you? Did these things get delivered to you? They're sitting right behind Whoa, me. Oh, my <laughs> shit. I'm what like, what the fuck is that? What the I, hell? So I called Midwest Chemicals. I'm like, hey. <laughs> what the hell? And they're like, oh, my God. Thank you for calling. Um, uh, uh, Just um, keep it. Throw it away. Because it's only 280 bucks of stuff. And they, they don't want to spend the 40 bucks of shipping, probably. Yeah. So <laughs> she said, oh, can I save your number and call you back? I'm like, sure. That was Friday. That was Thursday. So let's see if they call me back next week. Oh, oh my who, God. Who can I sell this to? Oh my God. I, th- I might know an artist who could use some resin. So, you know, we'll talk about it after the show. Man, you know, I could have told that story well, in, in 20 seconds. You're the one who spent that <laughs> whole time reading. <laughs> well, you know, you, you hand me a piece of paper. I'm a very detail oriented person. So I'm going to turn away and see if I can see these things on your floor. There's just a box. There's a box behind him. You sure it's not a bomb? Well, it hasn't set off yet. Okay. I mean, that would be appropriate since I got this on the Ides of March, <laughs> March fifteenth. <15th. laughs> so I'm gonna tell another boring ass story, you bastard. Oh, you do that while I get some sweet potato. So I mentioned this hundred dollar 
screwdriver I was going to get from Home Depot. So I bought the screwdriver myself and it got delivered today while I was at the Coast Guard class. And I'm all happy when I get home and I'm opening the box and I'm opening, I'm like looking at the screwdriver. I'm like, oh, so you know, this, it's a Milwaukee. So this is my first Milwaukee power tool. And, uh, you know, I don't, to, to anyone who knows about like power tools and you, you kind of like you, when you pick a brand for power tools, there's a lot of commitments that come along with it because you have to have batteries to, to power the tools with and, you know, so you might buy a set that'll come with some batteries and a charger to charge your batteries. So, uh, you know, so so buying a new tool, like the it, buying a new tool is kind of like you know, it's kind of a commitment to a new brand and and the ecosystem that goes along with it. Anyway, long story short, that's a lie. Right, they get you locked in with their of proprietary course. crap, and so so. I, you know, I open I open up this little pamphlet that came with the the tool, and it like shows me all of the tools that use that same battery system, and there's supposedly like 80 of them. So I'm looking at this list of 80 tools, and I'm trying to find the one that I actually bought, and, and like I think I find it, and I'm like, but wait, the number's not the same. And so what I found out was the one that I bought was the 2020 model. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're currently, the current model is the 2022 model. Oh my God. Fuck you. So I'm like, you know what? Let me look up the difference. So I, so I look it up. I'm like the versus, you know, the 22, the 20 versus the 22. And the 22 model has one more speed on the clutch <laughs> or one more setting on the clutch so instead of 14 plus one it's got 15 plus one that requires so many more volts no it's the same uses the same battery okay good it's just that it's just the, it's just like the newer model of the same exact screwdriver whatever but i'm like you know what i don't care I don't care. This is like a light use screwdriver that I'm going to use just to, to speed up the process of screwing things in and out, which is very common in electronics. Anyway, I call up, I asked my friend something about it. What did I ask him? I don't, oh, I'm like, oh, you know, I bought this tool because he's like such a Milwaukee guy. He like owns like every friggin' Milwaukee tool that I didn't even know existed. He owns all of them. So I decided to tell him, I'm like, hey, Zach, you know, like I got this thing. And he's like, oh, send me a picture of it. So I sent him a picture. So he calls me and he's like. Wait, does that guy know? Yeah. Okay. So he calls me and he's like, dude, that screwdriver's garbage. You can return it. <laughs> <laughs> Zach would do that. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Return it. Like, I just bought it. It's not. What do you mean garbage? Like, he's like, it's garbage. It's weak. It's slow. You're not going to like it. You're going to hate that screwdriver. You just listen to me to return it. I'm like, uh, uh. And I'm like, you know, what, what do you mean? What should, which one should I get? And he's like, you should get the, 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 the fuel, the, the M12 fuel version of the same screwdriver. And that's like the high end version of the screwdriver. And I'm like, why? And he's like, he's like, come on, come on, Captain Brunch. You can't go to work and have all your coworkers see you using that cheap shit, man. Like, come on, man. And I'm like, ugh. And then he starts like, then the guilt, right? Of, oh man, I'm going to go to, go to work and all my coworkers and they're going to laugh at me out loud, but on the inside, they're <laughs> going to be they're like, all look laughing. at Captain Brunch with that cheap piece of shit. This is the same asshole who's <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to order a GoPro and deliver it to your house <laughs> and just say you never got 
got it. Oh my God. <laughs> That's been so long. Well, I'm not, I'm, uh, anyway, so <laughs> I don't know why you would bring that up. That's horrible. I like, I hated that whole situation. That was like, such and you did it. <laughs> why are you, why are we recording this? You are now like, uh, I, I am so uncomfortable. Chimp has, has made me extremely uncomfortable by bringing up this, this horrid, I did not. It, it, he sent it to my house. I didn't. I didn't say anything. He did everything. I made it. I, I said I am not going to do anything. So Complicit. if anything happened, Complicit. I did not do any of it. Complicit. <laughs> if anything did happen, because I I can neither I can neither recall nor recall. Okay, Hunter Biden. <laughs> Thank you very much. So so I went ahead and looked up. You know uh, so. The one that Home Depot has is, of course, the 2020 model. And I'm like, no, I want the 2022 model because I know it exists. So I found some uh, on eBay. There was an, a, an authorized factory outlet and they had the 2022 model. So I was able to buy it for $200 as opposed to, as opposed to $100. And, uh, you know, but, but, you know, I'm happy now because I will I will. I will now appear uh, crafty and wise among my peers. Sure, sure you will. <laughs> I mean, I really want to <laughs> look at it. There's a guy who threw up on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> and I made it. I made it a point to tell everyone about throwing up. Yeah, I'm like everyone has to know that I threw up Why? twice because you know I'm only human. I'm only human and. I want to humanize myself with my new coworkers, and so if they know that I'm just human, then they will like me more. Sure. Damn it, Duncan. <laughs> Who gave him a squeaky toy? You. I love that squeaky toy. It's it's the weirdest thing. It's a gas pump handle, and at the end, it's like, what, fire? What is that, explosion? I can't really see it. I don't know, but they're promoting <clears throat> a fossil fuels, and I don't know how I feel about that. I've got, I've got one more horrible tool, tool story to tell. <laughs> so... You know, when you're like a tradesperson and you're like going out and you're doing stuff, you know, going to different places, you're dealing with different different kinds of scenarios. Like your, the tools you use and the and the tool bag that you put them in is very important, you know. So I had noticed that my coworker, the other electrician at my company, he had this he had this nice little bag from a company called Vito Pro, not sponsored. And then I had also noticed that other people in the industry also use this same bag. So I'm like, you know, let me look up this bag. And of course, they're so expensive. But of course, I had to have one. So like they, they actually had a student discount. So I got 20% off my, my expensive bag. So it was only 
$250 instead of 300 something dollars, but it'll hold a laptop. Anyway, what is this, high school? You're so peer pressured. <laughs> oh, I got to have the Vito Pro bag. I got to have the nice tool driver that everyone is into. <laughs> I want to stand out. Well, you know, if I really wanted to stand out, I would have gotten the Snap-on the, the, for $400 instead of $200. I would have got the Snap-on screwdriver. But Yeah, but they don't want to... You don't want them to look, look at you like a little rich boy. You want to say, okay, you know, he's he's here, but he's not, you know, like, <laughs> he's one of us. Yeah, but oh man, that Snap-on is so nice because it's, it, it's weight balanced from top to bottom. So it's like not heavier on the top than it is on the bottom, whereas the, the Milwaukee is heavier, which is, you know, it's not that big a deal. It's like a two pound thing. So if, if you can't handle a two pound thing, you know, I don't know what to tell you about that. And so, you know, it's it's a nice bag. A Gucci it, bag. <laughs> yes, you are. A Gucci bag brunch. Well, you know, so because I'm going to be able to put all of my like electronic diagnostic meters in there. And I'm going to be able to put like all of my pliers and, and you know, right, ratcheting wrenches. And, and that screwdriver, the cordless screwdriver that I bought for $200. I'm going to be able to. So all that stuff is going to be able to, to fit in there. And it's going to, you know, because... It's just it's just weird. Like when you're working, there's a certain way that you want to grab the tools. You know, like you kind of want them facing up, and then right. You, so you know, you, you want a tool bag that's got like lots of pockets so that you can have all of your shit facing up, so that you could just reach down theoretically or reach around and over the bag, like to to grab them and pick them up. And then right now, all my tools are just kind of like laying on their side, like like on a pile. You gotta dig through them, and then I gotta dig through them and see. You know, and like I noticed that my coworker, he's got. All of his tools are in a very specific place, just like the way I used to have them when I had like my, you know, like my tool bag for plumbing or my tool bag for, for like running gears. I would have, you know, have my tool bag and everything was set up in just a specific place based on maybe how frequently I would use them or their shape and et cetera. So, you know, like I, I, I want that feeling again. And so I found a bag that I thought would give me that f for being an electrician as opposed to like, a you know, a mechanic. We'll see. I'm sure I'm going to talk about it once I have it. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, man. I, I might, like, I've, I've watched so many videos on YouTube. This is another reason why I'm, like, doing 2X, because I spend, like, five hours looking at videos of bags and comparing different bags, seeing how much stuff the bags can hold, like, seeing how rugged they are, seeing, you know, like... How but once you get the product, do you feel fulfilled? Is it like why well, I went through all those hours of listening to comparison videos and now I'm, I'm more whole, you know, like I've achieved a certain sense of enlightenment. It's not, well, maybe I wouldn't say fulfilled, but I might say enlightened. Like, you know, because when you're, when you're working and you're trying to finish a project, you feel the difference when you're using better tools or when your things are more organized. You can feel how more smoothly the project goes, how you're able to progress more uh, more efficiently versus, you know, when things are disorganized or you're not using the best tools, th things get harder, you know, like, so, uh, like I didn't have a ratcheting screwdriver. So the ratcheting screwdriver like allows you to keep turning the screwdriver without having to like, let it go. You just twist back and then you go again and you twist back and you go again. So I didn't have one of those. And then I got one because wow, it makes the job so much easier. And then that's also why I'm getting that the cordless screwdriver because, well, if I had to like pull out 16 screws from this fucking electronic like it's gonna go way faster if i do it with a cordless you know so it's just it's not about fulfillment it's like i get the job done quicker 
And then, you know, ultimately in the long run, it means I'm going to make more money. So you got it done quicker? Yeah. When did you get paid by the hour? Right now I do. I said in the long run. Oh. Because oh. <laughs> in the long run, you know, like then I'll start, eventually I'll work by myself, but I will be able to like quote out a job. The job will assume a certain number of hours. And so if I'm able to beat, if I'm able to beat or finish, you know, if I'm able to finish the job in less than the number of hours that beat I beat the level in right? a certain time, it's kind of the way I look at it though. It's fascinating because it's like, okay, here is the project. And you know, like you don't get to go to another boat until you finish this project. And so that project is the level. Like this is your level. The boss is, is getting the fucking thing to turn on when you press the button. And if it doesn't turn on, you have not defeated the boss. It's, you know, that's like, I, I try to strategize it that way. It's, it, I see it as, you know, like me progressing through this RPG. Do you, do you find like a, like a walkthrough anywhere online? Cheats? I, I mean, I try to sometimes, like if I don't, uh, so I had to, to wire a bilge pump, which is a pump that goes all the way at the bottom of the boat to take water out. And it, th this particular bilge pump had a counter connected to it that counts every time it turns on. I don't really understand why. Hmm. It doesn't count how much it's pumping. It doesn't count for how long it's pumping. It just counts every time it turns on. Seems really stupid to me, but that exists. Maybe it's it's for you to check. It's just to know if there's a leak. Like, you know, if you left the boat and you came back and then it, it, the bilge pump had turned on 50 times, you're like, why the hell is my bilge pump turning on all the time? Um, but you know, so like I wasn't familiar with the wiring of this counting thing. So I had to look it up, you know, and I was able to find it. And then I, you know, kind of look at the wiring and then I drew it myself to kind of get it in my head. And then, and then I actually did it right. And then I actually wired the thing. So yeah, I mean, sometimes I look up cheat codes. That's okay. Like that's how life is. You, you look things up until you, until you think like you understand them. At least that's what I hope people do. That's what I always hope people did. That's why like, when I took tests growing up, it was so annoying when you weren't allowed to bring any notes or like a cheat sheet or something. Because in real life, you're never going to, to deny yourself necessary information. You know, like if, if you don't know the answer to something, but it like your life depends on it or your fortune or your livelihood, like why would you deny yourself access to information that will help you make the proper decision it doesn't make sense to me so so you know that's what i do in my my work i guess it depends on if you're talking to someone and trying to give them an impression of competence already have it in your head helps but that's neither here or there i'd like the sweet this is the sweet potato it was okay it tasted like a sweet potato i want more <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, like you develop confidence with experience, right? The more you do something, like so, you know, like I, I would probably have to look it up again if I if I had to install a, con a counter on a bilge pump, uh, because I didn't I, like I didn't look up the engineering of the counter. Like if I looked up the engineering of the counter, then I would probably not, you know, but then that would take up even more time. So, you know, like maybe one day I will look it up to understand better about what it what exactly it's doing on a physical level and then I would never have to look it up again because I'll always know well this wire has to be attached to this because this one does this thing and you know like because with some in some situations I do understand that sort of stuff without having to look it up and you know, it's just about experience like as I mentioned this is my first 
electronics, an electrical job. So, you know, I have no experience. <laughs> so how's how's things going with you how's your job how's uh other than your you know your boss uh playing back calls it you know 2x speed life is life this is true man you know one of the weird things about my job is driving to the places when i went to south beach that time that i got seasick on monday on dri driving back took like two maybe more than two hours it was nuts like i having worked in like one solid location for over a year and then getting used to like always having that routine of going to the same place back and forth versus now you know i go to the shop find out what a job is and then sometimes it's in the same yard sometimes it's somewhere else and then i don't think about the traffic I don't think about like how long is it going to take me to get from the job back to the shop to switch out, you know, like like to leave the the van there and to get my car and to go home, like to clock out and go home. Man, what a fuck like shitty shitty situation that can be sometimes because we're, like I'm supposed to clock out at 4:30, but if I leave a job at let's say 4 p.m., this is South Florida, everything is traffic. So <laughs> I'm still getting used to that. That's that's tough. It's, Are you getting paid for that time? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they yeah. Yeah, which is nice. And they don't they don't uh bitch or whine. In fact, they even thanked us the other day. They were like, you know, we know sometimes that you guys stay late and you guys, you know, come back later than you hoped, and we really appreciate that. And I'm like, yes, that's good. Because I was worried that like at my last job, you had to make sure that your overtime, you know, any extra time was approved before you did it. Like, otherwise, you know, they were going to like, you know, rah, 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 rah. but this job, they, they just know it's a part of the, the job because they, these companies, they make so much money. There's so much money flushing back and forth and there's so little of it coming into my pocket. So the fact that like I'm making a few hours of overtime every week is not, it's really not a big deal. And it, it's pathetic when the companies, especially in like a skilled trade, as like I am, when they start pinching pennies like that, it's pathetic. <laughs> and they shouldn't do it. You know, they shouldn't do it. They should. They should give. They should give their employees leeway. They gotta keep it in your place. Because then you're gonna want more. And you're gonna want more. No. And then you're gonna leave and start your own thing. That's probably what happens most of the time. People go go ahead and start the, the, their own thing. I don't know about that. Like they have told me that a lot of people have kind of come and gone recently. And, and I was asked, asked one of my corkers, I'm like, well, what's that about? Like, why, why? And they said that, uh, the company is, takes on like a wide range of jobs and people oftentimes want to focus on a particular type of job. And so, Let's say, for instance, I'm working on electronics and electrical. It's two different subjects, really. Usually people are either electronics or electrical. They don't usually do both. So if someone wanted to do just one or the other, this wouldn't be a good fit for them because they would constantly, like I'm, I've been doing a lot of electrical jobs, whereas my coworker does more of the electronics jobs because he, he already has more experience with them, with them, whereas the electrical is maybe more labor intensive and it's just physical and it doesn't require as much foreknowledge as the electronics does. 
But if you just wanted to do one or the other, you'd be screwed. So, you know, like that kind of made sense to me. And uh, I do want to be well-rounded. So uh, I am taking the trade-off of not getting maybe particularly focused on any one thing. But I can do that eventually. Um, there's so many things. Like just just these these things that control the fans in the engine room to make sure that the engine room has the right amount of air at the right pressure these yachts like it's so important for the yachts because it could screw up the engines if they don't have the right amount of air it's fascinating and so you could you could do you you could have your whole career be dedicated to just programming and installing or maintaining these fans for boats i'm like huh it's weird like what i what i want to would i want to be maintaining and and working on these fans like it's it's in one sense it seems so boring and stupid like who gives a fuck about fans but on the other hand it's like oh but it's so niche and and mundane that like there wouldn't be a lot of competition the world's foremost expert <laughs> on engine fans for yachts well it's it's exhaust like captain in, brunch intake and exhaust fans for the engine room and there's actually like a so there's a company called delta t that they do like the fans and the controllers it's like the, they do the whole system right but there's something called a vfd which is a variable frequency drive so this will generate an ac signal of varying frequencies right depending on what the circumstances are if you needed more air if you needed less air whatever um, and so the, the, the main VFD that they use apparently is not available because of supply chain shortages. So they've had to like start using other manufacturers of VFD, which are like, they, they require different sets of troubleshooting and it's a different instructions and stuff to install them and to, to run them. So there's, you know, there's, there is actually like, this is so dumb. I'm, I'm ending the show on this, that, <laughs> that there is a market for VFD programmers. And there's lots of opportunity in the world for people who are willing to learn stuff. So, you know, one day I'll learn something and then I'll, I'll set off on my own to sail around the world without a stabilizer getting seasick <laughs> everywhere. Getting seasick. <laughs> um, Diablo 4 Veda just went live. Yeah, but fuck Blizzard. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, if, if, if Blizzard had any redeeming qualities, then I could care, but... You know, I hope it's good. What do you think? I think it's expensive. Seventy dollars is the base game. Like Jesus fucking Christ! It's twenty twenty three. It's inflation. What do you want? <sighs> nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse. Uh, I mean, you know, like maybe one day if it's sixty percent, seventy percent off on Steam, maybe I'll pick it up. But probably not. Maybe I'll buy like one of those. Oh God! What 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 are what are the morals and ethics of buying a CD, like a Steam game code that's probably illegitimate, but it works? Um, I mean, <laughs> if it bothers you that if Blizzard bothers you, then why why wouldn't that bother you? No, but I'm not talking about like a Blizzard game. I'm just saying in general, like you know, because I've done that a few times where. Like I bought most of my Steam games directly from Steam, but then I have a few of them that were like expensive as hell, but I really wanted to play them. I bought them on some third-party website where I know it's just some sort of fake bullshit, but this, this, the, the game code works, and so Steam like gives me the game. Fake bullshit? What do you mean? 
you know, like somehow they get access to a bunch of game codes and they did like, and I don't know, I, I don't, I don't understand, but I know that, that game producers have bitched about it before. And so, but I don't really like them because they're a bunch of well, copyright trolls. So, you know, <laughs> that's I mean, why if, I'm asking about the ethics of it. If pirating games doesn't bother you, then why would that bother you? Exactly. Exactly. This is what I'm confused about or what I'm conflicted about. And <laughs> I'm like, oh man, like. In the so, early 2000s, Captain Brunch was the largest game pirater in all of South Florida. <laughs> oh man. I probably, I, I definitely am not anymore because I just, <laughs> I don't have the patience. I don't have the patience to pirate games, but I'm definitely still a pirate. And all those viruses you got. I haven't gotten that many viruses. I got a handful and I took care of all of them. Captain Brunch's hardware is clean as a whistle. One and done. <laughs> uh, Panda says video games have gone woke. What's your take on that? On video or have games? they all, all, all always been woke? Video games have <laughs> definitely not gone woke, though, because video gamers are some of the worst, like, courage of society. Yeah, they're, like, just the bottom feeders. Uh, of yes, we are. Cultural. So, uh, you know, like, what video games are woke? There's I definitely, think. there's definitely, a, like, uh it's not the it's not the majority, but there's definitely a lot of them. There, I mean, there are probably more games produced today than ever. So yes, of course, there are going to be woke video games. But are most video games woke? I don't think so. Uh, I don't. But I don't know. I, most of the games I play don't even really like. They don't even tend to address sort of mainstream cultural mores, mores. Uh, there's this one um, game I played, uh, Rom 2064 that it's you know how in the 90s of uh, the uh the, the point and click adventure game was very popular uh-huh so this was like a modern take on that modern 2010s modern but um it was definitely woke it's still a great game it was, it was well it was well done it was um great voice acting the, the story was fun but it was definitely woke <laughs> <laughs> what was it called rom 2064 2064 so, you know, playing on the whole trans thing and everything like that, it was, um, you had people who who were um, modifying themselves to have animal traits. In, 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 transhuman. In, transhuman, yeah, exactly. Like actual tails and ears and everything. And then there was this whole backlash against that. It was, it, it was fun. Hmm. Yeah, you know, transhumanism, I'm, I'm very... This is something I've actually wanted to bring up on the show for a while. Not that we haven't talked about it before, but it's... Uh, like, I, f I, f I feel like there's not really a clean-cut way to understand it or to think about it. Um, like, I wear glasses. I wear them. I wake up in the morning, and one of the first things I do is put on my glasses. That's not true. After I go to the bathroom, one of the first things... After you bust a nut, then you put on your glasses. No, no. I definitely need my glasses for that. So <laughs> uh, I wear my glasses for most of the day. Yes, furries. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> I wear my glasses for most of the... It's funny that you mentioned furries. It, oh, I, I was just finding the pen. <laughs> I wear my glasses for most of the day. Is that transhumanism? You know, like we, we wear clothes. Humans are born naked and we have created this entire culture and society where you would be considered indecent for not wearing clothes. I mean, they're tools. 
And yeah, let's, like, yes, you, but, like but you wouldn't we, be able to do your job without your tools. Dependent, but if we're dependent on them, if they become dependencies in our life, does that make them transhuman? Does that make us transhuman? No. Okay. Well, at what point do you become transhuman? Like, is a piercing or a tattoo transhuman? I guess I would say it's like um, an irreversible body modification. So a, a, a tattoo. You could you, you can get rid of tattoos. You can These get rid of piercings. These days you can, but you couldn't. You used to not be able to get rid of tattoos. Mm-hmm. So once upon a time, were they transhuman? <laughs> yes. Not really, because it doesn't make you any less human. It's just like... But see, less, more, what does it mean to be human? And this is, this, I don't know if we have a, a, a social answer for that. Everyone gets to define it for themselves, don't they? But there's a difference between a tattoo and having cat ears. There's a huge difference. And like those cat ears actually working and, 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 and working as your, as your sensory organ. But so now you're talking about sci-fi, right? Like you're talking about people who are able to modify their body in biologically uh, functional Yeah, that, that's, that's what I was thinking about because that's, that's what the game was about. Well, you see, that's what I'm saying, right? So like I wear my glasses because they allow me to see and I would be very incompetent as a human being going through the world without my glasses mm-hmm. you know but they have they don't irreversibly change me right like the moment i take them off i'm like i can't see for crap mm-hmm. so i guess that's maybe that's what makes them non-transhuman but what if like let's say lasik surgery is that transhuman mm, yeah <laughs> or even like cataract surgery or anything like that mm-hmm. is or like he- penis enlargement <laughs> Uh, <laughs> are haircuts are haircuts transhuman like you're cutting off your hair at nails cutting your nails no that's stupid no that's, I mean you that's call dumb. it stupid but um, <laughs> like what did what do humans do with their nails and their hair before we had scissors and before we had ways to cut them you well know? Uh, naturally they would eventually cut themselves because they would get too long and they would break or like we'd bite or them, like w- start biting them you know people bite their nails yeah, or your hair tends to fall off or it gets caught when your dog is stepping on them when you're laying in bed asshole <laughs> <laughs> looks at me so you know, to me, it's in, it's. I find it fascinating the the question of what it means to be human, and then when when do we stop being human, or when do we we become less human? Do people who think that they're born in the wrong body are they trying to become something other than human? I mean, in some cases, I guess so. Like if it's animals. Um, and then if it's like if it's gender based, then I guess not. And I don't know if it matters. I think a lot of people are just so unhappy and unfulfilled with their life um, that they like to LARP, change a narrative. Like, okay, like I'm gonna pretend to do something else. It's like I had this conversation with with Marcus a while back, and I realized he approaches video games very differently than I do. And, you know, I'll play the game, you know, solve the puzzles, enjoy the graphics, enjoy the music or whatever, and I'm done. It's over, right? Some people take the same fucking game and they, they like create their own world for it. Like, oh, this is going to be the name of my character and this is their backstory and 
um, oh, uh, they have a drinking problem, so they can only walk backwards or some some shit. Just to like, oh my god! Especially with like 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 for instance, with like Skyrim, like like something as as intense as that. Like, and he's like, yeah, like the like you kind of have to do that because like once you're playing it for the twentieth time, it gets boring playing the same thing. I'm like, why would you keep playing it then? Like, why don't there's so many games? Play something else. And like, is this just Marcus? But then as I start asking these questions to other people. I was like, yeah, there's a lot of people who are like that. They like create their own world within already this fantasy world. Like, I don't do that. Like, that's not how I play I video do games. I not do that either. I... But it's a, that's why I call it LARPing. It's like, so is it that same mindset applied to your own body and your own world? For sure. It's... Like, in many ways, I consider myself a dog, but I know I'm not a fucking dog. <laughs> but... I mean, if you believe in biology and if you believe in evolution, then you are not a dog, but you and yeah. your dog share many, many, many features and traits. Absolutely. I, I've always had this really good sense of smell, even before I no, had dogs. Not, and I know, I know, I know I'm not a dog in that sense, but yeah. for some reason, I've always had this really good sense of smell. And, it, <laughs> and it's funny you're that. You're fucking furry, aren't you? <laughs> this is you admitting that you're a furry. You already brought it up on the show. And now just admit it. You, you're a dog. You're a dog furry. I haven't installed my tail yet, but I did find the one I want to use. Oh <laughs> my God. You heard it here first. Chimp is a dog. Oh no, yeah, because I mean, dogs—they can smell like parts per million. You you can't. So that's that's a that's funny that you would <laughs> bring that up. <laughs> no, it's funny that it's funny that I would eventually like dogs would become such a big part of my life before. Okay, so yeah, so that would eventually happen. But like, I've always had this thing with like with smell. I think smell is the strongest and most powerful sense that we have. Other, I, other than your guts, probably. But I know by an anecdotal, anecdotal fact <laughs> that I have better smell than like everyone else that I know. Uh -huh. Well, maybe they're just all congested. That's for sure. <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have better smell. Effectively, though, right? Yes, so that's you. all that matters. Please, I need validation. <laughs> it's okay, Chimp. You smell better than everyone else. Before we sign off, I want to talk about this Ronin Mobile that uh, Jay sent in the chat. Did you see that? Ronin Mobile. Ronin, go to ronindojo.io. It it's a node, right? It's it's a node, but it's basically that what they do is they take something that already exists. Well, they'll take one of the Pixel phones and they'll take either um, Graphene OS or Callus OX or however you say it. And then they just add their own their own apps to it. Yeah. Apps that I can download right now on my phone. Actually, I already have half of these apps. So it's just kind of funny. It's like they're taking a product that already exists and just packaging it and then selling that. Well, it's an open source, right? So they're, they're yeah, that's okay. Cool, good for them. I think, is Ronin Dojo? Hmm. I know too much about Ronin Dojo actually. I know their name's been around for a while, but there's like this whole weird uh, motif. I don't know. I wouldn't say it's weird, I guess, but there's this motif in Bitcoin with like uh, Ronin Samurai uh, and Satoshi Slam. Have you seen that? No, what's that? Oh, well, catch up with No Agenda and Podcasting 2.0. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you know, uh, yeah, sure. Ronin Dojo, yes, I think I think they they do have like a node thing, and then they have a phone thing, and so that's cool. 
and uh, I look forward to the future of Bitcoin. Apparently, you know, Bitcoin's price is doing well, uh, twenty-seven thousand, and that made some people happy. Apparently, yeah, they have Aegis Authenticator, which I definitely recommend. It's it's the same as your Google Authenticator, any of those. It's it's an an open source app, and just all my authentication things one app and when i change from phones i didn't have to redo that i just it's it, it kind of puts it into a key and then i just open it up on my new you phone open up on your new phone very yeah, convenient yeah i definitely have not been thinking about my de-googling at all since i yeah. made the announcement because i've just been so distracted but With 200 dollars screwdrivers yeah. and fucking stabilizers <laughs> i'm definitely not thinking about stabilizers because i can't afford them <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, but I, I do look forward just to beginning this journey. You know, I've got, I, what's I'm, stopping you time. Do it now. Next week. Okay. Let's do it live on Saturday night. Hell late. no, it is not. It's it is so not easy. Like it's a, so quick. No, no. I'm yeah. talking about like de Googling, like changing my email, changing okay. my calendar app. Like I'm talking about not using any more Google services except maybe YouTube. <laughs> 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 well you gotta start somewhere start with your phone no, but, come on, come i don't want to start with my phone but then like let google into my phone by using all its apps you gotta go cold turkey well then don't do it on your phone so that's so when you're limiting yourself from not being able to use your phone with google apps then you're you're forcing yourself to go somewhere else just for those things yeah but i have to have those other thing those other places to go already like lined up to get a new email yeah, so I bought I bought some some more domains. Um, what you get? And uh, oh, can I pull them over? I don't really want to. Oh, whatever, it's the end of the show. Oh no! And I was broadcasting. Was I still broadcasting? I hope so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, so and, and no, it's not broadcasting anymore. It's not broadcasting anymore. How long have you not been broadcasting? It, oh, off air. I don't think it was for very long. It wasn't for very long. Domains.google.com. So I was saying that I have... Are you broadcasting now? I am broadcasting now on air. All right. So my domains... Oh, this is the wrong... I don't see it. It, it says broadcasting now. So don't... Hey, don't. Panda, can you hear us? Hello. Hello. Is there anybody out there? Oh, it does not tell me. Okay, so I have I definitely already bought Bitcoin. Yes, you can hear us. Dash yeah, brunch yeah. .com. The ones I got recently. Okay, I bought premlee.com. Who's premlee? I bought premleebarbosa.com. Who are these people? And those are the only two. So I don't know. I wanted to get like PLFB. I thought that would be cool. PLFB.com. But... Ramly fucking Barbosa. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but um, you know, it was like four thousand or fifteen thousand. It was something stupid. I, like I want, I just want a catchy email address, you know, that I own. And I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't. Oh, what about? I had an idea for for a good email address. BTC. Unfortunately, Roly.com is taken. Uh, BTC three hundred five. Dot com is not available. <laughs> I could do Roly dot online. Roly dot Miami. Roly dot There's a dot Miami. Everything is. Uh, Chimp at audio ghost dot Miami. Oh yeah. 
of course, BTC.Miami. But what about BTC305.Miami? That's so redundant, stupid. And it's not available. Of course it's not available. I could take RollyBTC.com. <laughs> what, we, we, okay, let's end the show. We don't need to be looking up these stupid <laughs> domain names. <laughs> well, 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 we're still on the show. We, we, we got to end this at, for you know out of the kindness of our hearts for our for our producers, uh, Panda, who is you know. You said don't use a government name. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, but, but then what should I use? I need something that's available. So you know, but. Uh, I, I need a good email address. Uh, oh gosh, and I don't Bitcoin something else. But it doesn't have to be Bitcoin because what if Bitcoin crashes? <laughs> what if Bitcoin crashes? Then that means you just have to buy more. Give me all your Bitcoin. See you guys next week when we de-google Captain Brunch over here. Live on Saturday Night Lit. That's right. Have a good night. <laughs>